As a business and leadership mentor, wife, and mom, I know that building a legacy business as a high-performing female entrepreneur can be overwhelming when you play many demanding roles in your life. But you know what? It doesn't have to be that way. You can be a powerful, high performer in your career, plus enjoy a fulfilling marriage and be a great mom all at the same time. Join me and my guests every week to get the inside scoop on what it really looks like to build a high growth business while living a life truly aligned with your family and personal values. Welcome back. I've got another special guest. Well, not another special guest. My same special special guest that I had a couple of weeks ago. Sean is on the call with us today, the episode with us today, because we were chatting earlier about the concept of contracts and not just legally binding contracts, but also agreements or promises or commitments that you're making to yourself you're making to your family, to your business, to your clients, to your team, things that aren't necessarily written on paper like a legally binding contract. And you know, there's a couple of reasons why this is a topic that is on our mind today. Oftentimes we see conversations, whether you're in a mastermind or you're in a coaching program or you're facilitating one, there is always a, a week, a week does not go by where someone in the program is not asking questions about what do I do with XYZ client? Because they have missed their last two payments in a row, or they've asked to pause the program. What do I do? I, I'm in a peer mastermind group, and there was a Voxer message that was shared, I think, yesterday. And she was asking like uh, about a collections agency, like because she had not collected $70,000 worth of payments in the last year. So clients are buying the program. They make a few payments, then they get to a point where they can't make their payments anymore. And this particular service provider was even saying like, we've gotten on calls, we've had mastermind calls, we've tried to work something out with them. And then they they like will not budge. They're just like saying like, no, I'm just, I'm not going to pay for the program. I hear people saying like, you know, my clients want to be released from the program. That has certainly occurred to us. I think we've probably not collected total in the, I'd say in the last six years, probably a hundred thousand dollars or around that much in the last six years. Right. And we fixed that problem recently. And typically it looks like this from the client perspective. And it's this has always been my experience. The client will send you a one to two sentence email and say something to effect of the energy. I'm just not feeling the energy anymore. It just doesn't feel aligned anymore. Or um, God told me this wasn't the program I should be in. Those are all, those are three things that I hear. Those are the common three that I hear. And then it's like, well, the question that we then hear a lot from our own clients and that maybe we're asking our coaches and mentors too is, well, what's the point in having a contract if we're not going to honor the contract? Both parties aren't going to honor the contract. And then then you hear the uh, the biggest pieces of advice given that I hear is just let them go. Like it's not worth it. Just energetically, it's not worth it. Let them go. But so, then that creates weirdness. So so the big thing that the issue is, is you want to continue coaching this person, even though they've missed their first payment. And you come up with an agreement that they're going to pay you. But you're a collection agency. Now you're not a coach to them. So we've come to create and found a third party that will do financing. So with us, if you want to pay in one payment or two payments, we'll do that. But we're not a collection agency anymore. So we give it to a third party. The third party gets the money to us. 
then they make payments to them, then they're the ones who are chasing after this. So what we're trying to figure out is the energetic relationship between ourselves and the people we're working with. Now, previously when someone defaulted on their contract, fiscally not paying us, right? The big thing is, is if they're not doing it with us, where are they also not doing that in their own life? Where are they making promises and not fulfilling them? I've never made met someone who's been super successful who has not fulfilled a contract. So for example, you and I agree that we're going to do something and we come up with a monetary amount. And for some reason that that doesn't go through, someone has to take a break. You're like, okay, come back. And we're not offering now what you purchased. We can do an exchange of information, of time, of energy that suffices both of us. So it doesn't have to be a true thing. It can be something even better than what it was before. But if you start making promises to yourself, like, hey, I'm going to get up at six o'clock and I'm going to go do this and this and this, and you don't do it, why'd you make the agreement then? You're breaking a promise to yourself. So where else are you breaking these promises? You have to take a look at that. Like, okay, maybe it's not six, but Maybe it's 6.15. What do you plan on doing in that time frame that's going to benefit you in a positive way? So I was having a conversation with a client today who's going through some medical issues, cancer. And he's taking 32 supplements at a time. I don't think they're all the different supplements, but he's taking 32 pills at a time, four times a day. So he goes, oh, I got to take these pills. I said, no. He goes, what do you mean? I said, these things are here to heal you. Why is the energy in which you're putting into that contract of this medication, if we want to call that, or supplements to heal you, why are you giving it a negative energy? He goes, hmm. I said, think about taking that vitamin or that supplement and it's going down into your mouth and then it opens up and it gets in your stomach and it looks like little soldiers and it's marching into your bloodstream and it goes to the cancer and all these other supplements you took are combating that cancer, breaking up and getting rid of it. I said, what's the energy you putting into it? A positive energy to the contract of taking something to help heal you. Just because we're doing something doesn't mean it's going to work. We have to be aligned with the energy and why in which we're using that particular supplement or that particular program or that particular product. So the people who aren't fulfilling the contract financially with us, they're going to have to deal with that with everything else that goes on. If you right now are in a situation where you are not fulfilling, it's a partial commitment to something or you just decided not to, decide now how you're going to rectify that. I'm not saying you have to go spend money and pay someone back. How are you going to justify you not following through with a contract you either made with yourself or someone else and take the most positive way that you can do this? So another gentleman I talked to today. He's like, I'm receiving money from this coach who I did work for them and I'm continuing to do it because I own part of that company. He goes, but man, I don't like how it feels. He goes, you brought that up. I said, exactly. I said, what are you doing with that money? He goes, oh, it just goes in my bank account. I said, now what I want you to do is look at that income and do something amazing with it. Donate part of it to charity or put it into something that you can do that's going to benefit other people. That could be monetary helping you make money, but don't just allow that negative energy from that person you don't agree with to come into your life. Do something better with it, change it, give it more purpose. And that's what we really have to start to look at is 
the people coming into us or making excuses why something we're doing is not working also makes us feel like we're failed them. Like when it first happened to you, how's that initial feeling feel when it hits you that someone doesn't want to continue working with you and that you are actually providing the information and people are getting results? How's that feel? I mean, I think it's personal and it's different for everybody. For me, what I default to is, well, I'm doing something wrong or I'm innately like a bad person or um, an unethical person or my other thought will be, well, I must not know what I'm doing then. And how long does that spin you out? Now, not as long as it used to, but in the past for probably like a week. And you did nothing wrong. They're a the week. ones. Who I mean, definitely spin off for a week, but then that it lingers because right. to your point, when we were talking earlier, there wasn't closure in like this open energetic loop. And so you were saying to me earlier when we were talking about this, that, you know, both parties, if, if it was in a perfect world, like you don't really want to have that conversation. It's like, oh gosh, like now I have to have this conversation with this person. But what's interesting is that many times, at least in my experience, I have very rarely, if ever had a client, actually I have a couple of times I've had a client who requested to have a conversation. Everybody else literally has just sent like a two sentence email saying all the things I said before. So they're avoiding the conversation. And then when you try to communicate with them back to have a conversation, they avoid it and they don't want it. And then it's like, well, what do you do? And they literally requested for you to cancel their payments. And if you don't- With no explanation. With no explanation. And then the extreme will be, they'll just cancel their credit card or whatever. So it can't go through. And then you're left with like, okay, well, what do I do? Do I send collections after them? And this is what I hear a lot of people asking in the coaching industry. And most people say like, no, it's not worth it because now all your energy is going to trying to get the money back. So but it's less about that. It's right. more about this energetic closure right. because it still sits with you for months, if not years. I still think about some of the people who just emailed me and I've never seen or heard from them ever again and certainly didn't collect the money. And they feel guilty. So that's what I'm talking about. They feel guilty so much that they still, even years later, will not have a conversation with you because they know that they're doing something, we'll call it unethical. We'll call it not aligned. However you want to look at it, you and they went into a contract and an agreement on paper, verbally, you gave into them. It may not have been the best fit, but instead of saying, oh, I'm out, there's always some compromises and different choices we can make. If we're being honest and we're being adults, we can come to an equal exchange of energy that benefits us both. Can you talk about the other side? So talk about the side from a client who does approach you and they do want to talk about it. They do want to honor their commitment, but you know, either they don't feel like it's a great fit or maybe they don't have the finances they need to have. There is also a responsibility of the service provider to work with that person as you know, I think as long as they're coming to you, or if somebody's like, you know, I've had I've actually had this occur twice where someone requested to pause. So they paid the money already, they request to pause and then come back when they're ready again. And then they may come back. This occurred in 2017. Mm-hmm. And the person came back a year later. And she's like, oh, yeah, I have those three sessions left. Like, can we do them now? And a lot of service providers will not. So, like, they refuse. So, so here's an opportunity. You can have in your contract, 
if you're interested in continuing, let's do it in six months. If they come to you in six months and say, hey, I'm not ready yet. Can we postpone it? You can say, great, let's set a date. You have to control that energy in a way because you just don't want all these things floating out there. Now, there's always opportunity when someone's willing to come back and to use the sessions, but there is an expiration time that you can give to that person because you are changing also, and hopefully they are at the same time. So sometimes we're in, we create something and then years later, we don't, we aren't doing that thing any longer. Now that doesn't mean you can't work with them on what you're presently doing because there may be a bigger beneficial reason why they're coming back to you that you need to explore. It's not a negative thing like, oh, they want their money back. No, maybe they want to connect with you on a deeper level and a different thing that you're doing. So like, for example, just because you're not doing something means it doesn't mean you can't do it. It means what you're, what they first initially purchased, you're not providing, but what did they, what did they purchase? They purchased time with you. It just happened to be in a form of a program. Well, they didn't purchase time from you. They purchased a, a process, curriculum, a result, a promise, an experience. Time. Like, you created, and time is part of it. You created something that took your time and effort, be it a program, concept, and a result. So there's it's like almost like a battery. You put your energy into it, and it's stored here. Now, that battery is only available for a certain period of time. Otherwise, we create another container in which we put our energy in that they can benefit from. So as long as you're willing to have a conversation and they want to have a conversation, that's awesome. But when the people start avoiding you, that is going to show up in physical ailments, psychological depression or anxiety. And they're wondering, like, why isn't this working? Because you had to lie to yourself to convince yourself that what you're doing was right, but deep down you knew it wasn't. And that's when it starts to resonate inside of you in a negative way. You got to come clean with that stuff. You don't have to express this to anyone. You only have to deal with it with yourself. It's like when people cheat on someone in a relationship, oh, I got to go tell them. Why would you tell them that? Is it going to make that better? No, it's just spreading your negativity. Like deal with what you're dealing with and come clean to yourself. But why did you put yourself in that situation in the first place? And where else are you putting yourself in those situations? So trust me, if you're not paying someone or you owe someone money in a program, you're also cheating other people and yourself throughout your life. And it's going to show up. And that's where it can even be in a negative value in how you look at yourself. So that's with a person I was talking to who's going through this medical issue. And I'm going to share this because I can. He said, if this doesn't work this time, I'm going to go down to Mexico and it's going to cost $50,000 and it's only a 50-50% chance that it works. If it doesn't work, it's a waste of money. I'm like, what? I go, if your wife had cancer, would you spend a million or more to save her life? He goes, of course. Why do you so not value your own life that you think your wife would rather have $50,000 and not you? And he paused for a minute and it hit him. So the value in which you show up with the work you do, the time you put into your nonprofit, the creativity you have is a reflection of you. Why can't you see that in yourself right now? Because if you don't value yourself right now, the energy in what you're putting out is not going to heal you. It's not going to make you see the, a brighter future. This is what I need you to see to not only survive, but thrive. 
So when you're in programs and working with people, you got to show up 100% for yourself. And if you've created a contract, follow through with that because it may not be the program, but it could be the relationships in that that are going to be so much more significant later on in life. It's like white people say, don't burn bridges. That's an energetic thing because now you can't go back. I mean, you've had people reach out to you that you worked with almost three years ago who, because of what you're doing now, and I said, reach out to them before you're like, oh, you know, and then you did. And they're like, boom, it's something they could use immediately. Mm-hmm. It's the fear of rejection that we're not worth it sometimes, but we are worth it. Just be open to having these conversations to close these energetic loops that you're going to benefit greatly from. Because if there's something outstanding in your life that you know that you may have done incorrectly and you close it for yourself, I will guarantee you that things will turn in such a more positive way that you will be shocked at how that simple thing that was been irritating your subconscious, like Megan said, it still brings up, did I do something wrong? No, you didn't. The other person threw that negative energy on to make you doubt yourself. But when you know for a fact that what you're doing is benefiting people, it will erase that negativity. So I think that's the big thing is, if you don't want to collect money, get a get an agency that people can finance through. Do what you love to do and don't be a money collector. Trust us. If someone's out of state, you got to get a lawyer in their particular state where they live or their country. You're not going to ever make your money back. And that's where people say, just let it go. But the big thing is, if you want the right people in your programs, take a little bit more time. And don't just take them on for the money they can bring to you. Take them on for the value they're going to get and you know they're going to use. Because if you are grabbing the people who just because it's going to cover your bills or cover something, why do you think you're having an issue with it? That's another energetic exchange you need to deal with with yourself. Don't just take anyone on because they've got money. Take on the right people for the right reasons to get the best results for them, which will in turn give you that feel-good energy that's going to spur you on to do amazing things in your life. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks. Combo. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's an important one. Okay, cool. Awesome. All right, everyone, we will be back next week with another hot topic. So if you loved this topic, I know this is a very hot topic in the in the entrepreneurial space. So if you got some value from this, be sure to let us know in a review. And the best way that we increase our listenership is through your shares. So share this out with your friends, family, colleagues, peers, even your clients, if you think this could be highly valuable. And until next time, remember to design a business and life that is built to last. Thank you so much for tuning into the Built to Last show. If you're loving the show and have gotten any value out of it for your business and life, would you mind doing two things? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Our listener reviews helps us get more visibility and reach more people just like you. Help us make a difference for more entrepreneurs by helping them grow their businesses in a way that aligns with their life, family, and core values. Thank you so much for being part of our community and tuning into the show each week.